Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I'm your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined, as always, by... Trace Finnecaro. And... Coral Carroll, the cart, the Cardinine Snake. That is a one Gunner Kennedy. Gentlemen, shall we dive in? Uh, oh, Carol, first topic. Carol, Carol. Do we want to talk about uh, uh, Amsterdam potentially doing away with the red light district? I think that's a great first topic. Okay. Trace, take it away. Well, I, of course, I don't know a whole lot about it. But uh, apparently the city's first female mayor uh, in Amsterdam uh, is, is proposing that um, they outlaw uh, prostitution, essentially the red light district, um, in Amsterdam. And what's interesting is her justification for it is actually uh, to prevent um, human trafficking. Right. And I guess, so I was, I, you know, I didn't really know anything about Amsterdam's, everyone's heard of the red light district, right? But her argument is the women that are, that are in currently in the red light district, a lot of them, <clears throat> She's alluding to them being trafficked here. She doesn't come out and say the trafficked here. Said, but a majority of them are foreign women who essentially it, they've just become this like freak sideshow. Like people go out, assholes go out there, they call them names and take pictures of them when the women don't want their pictures taken, and they're being you know kind of dehumanized. <clears throat> Which you know definitely I understand. Like that's that's not a good look by any means. Um, I was kind of under the impression that the red light district, you know, there was, there wasn't a ton of human trafficking going on out there, but, uh, I don't, it's a weird thing because you, you have a faction of people out there, sex workers out there, like protesting this saying like sex workers are workers too, and they deserve a place to, you know, employ their trade, you know, which some people may roll their eyes at or whatever. And I could kind of understand, I guess, but if they really view it as work, I mean, who's to say what's work and what's not work? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> how you make your money ultimately is up to you as long as you're not hurting anyone else. Well, I mean, like, so the caveat is, is that uh, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find the particular mirrors, uh, party affiliation and I don't, I don't want to make, so, um, Netherlands and the, you know, Denmark and have been, having a you know like as much like the rest of like what normally is western europe has been seeing a like a rise of right-wing populism mm -hmm. and this is one of the kind of the results of that is that they're 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 attempting to demonize this as part of that 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 strengthening of their political platform just so like they're you, to, to demonize prostitu like prostitution and yes, which is kind of surprising. You said that that's a kind of a right wing leaning thing because I believe this candidate she used to be she was formerly in the Green Party, which I thought was typically more left leaning in its political um, stance. Well, I think this is a political uh, loophole, <laughs> maybe not a loophole. Uh, it's it's a catch twenty two problem, right? Because if you want to represent women's rights, that is something that in today's society is largely perceived as being left, right? 
as being liberal. However, <laughs> the same kind of goes for something like prostitution. It's more of a like a strange progressive concept that prostitution should be legal, and it's not legal most places. So I guess you have to pick your poison here. So I guess from a policy perspective, it doesn't surprise me, but it is one of the like cliche stereotypes when I think of, you know, Amsterdam, the red light district. What's even in, what's what's more interesting is they, they realize they can't just like like outlaw prostitution. They would have to move the red light district somewhere else, and the. That's that's why these posters are showing up on social media like sex work is work because what they're pretty much saying in the red light district is once you remove us from from like Amsterdam proper we we won't have the same business because it's part of tourism. Well, it's also like a question in that uh business or industry specifically if you try and hide it almost or cast a shadow over it and like push it kind of underground a little bit not not underground in that it's illegal but underground like away from you know the public does this pose like bigger threats for you know are are you now worried about pimps and are worried about a stronger trafficking you know what i mean like i'm almost like making the is is it is that will that make the the industry seedier? I guess is the question. You know what I mean? Or is it just going to be a okay? The red light district is gone, but there's still is it just going to be a red, another red light district popping up some, somewhere else? Well, you know what I mean? In a I, in a different area. I mean, like yeah, and like they've, they've they, the thing is, is that for, for in a very real sense, almost all legislation that's been filed on the books for these. The, the, for for uh, on this has made it more dangerous to do this work because they basically prevent you from operating in a public space like you know the the ho- right. it, it, it's 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 interesting cuz like we you know we talk about po- you know liberal and conservative and all that stuff and like Europe has a very different take on what con- what constitutes like what you know what a liberal a liberal stance is like basically like the majority of you know like the majority of what the democratic party in the united states has kind of become because actually they talk about her she's she she broke away from the uh traditional liberal party because that she she that uh i can't say i can't say the dutch the dutch word i think it's unimportant all right, but but just, you know, just define it. Well, it's just it's, so she said the free a free thinking liberal over a conservative liberal, because it's this you know the 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 conservative liberal position is uh, effectively is like liberal values and policies with conservative stances. What and, the fuck does that mean? Yes, yeah, so, well, it's because the, basically the label labels are dumb. It's like saying you know like yeah. when people when people when you know like because it, it's like it's when people like throw throw about you're making liberals mad and stuff like that and it's like i don't know if considering most of the most of like yeah so sorry we're sidetracking for europe considering most of the liberals in like our part of the west liberalism i.e the democratic party has most of the same positions as 80s republicans i don't understand how that label means anything at this point you know well i think the problem is is that we're 
not to get in a, we're going to get into political discussion well, no, it is it, what it is so this is political it's um, like did, i mean like did did you so there was um there was those two series like i think it was sispa and soap so, so, sofa sofa all right um So the uh, I'm trying to think of the internet. It's, it's basically what got Tumblr to take down all the t- take down all their porn. What, what were they litigation or something like no, American? No, the 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 con- Congress basically passed this law that uh, held. Uh, media basically, you know, it, it, websites responsible for content. It's like why, you know, in theory, it's why Facebook or uh, why YouTube went all crazy about the attack, like uh, what was, uh, combat power on the Pokemon videos and stuff like that. Oh, CP. Okay, yeah, I remember we talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but it, it, you know, and and but has it, I mean, but that's kind of like the thing. It's like. It's I don't say I don't think, I don't know if it's the same thing, but it's almost kind of like when will you learn your lesson? The war on drugs didn't fucking work, mm-hmm. and I don't you, think the you, war you, on you, sex you, is going to work either. You incent <laughs> you incent you incent of the act the act of in, in putting these so called controls uh, makes things more dangerous for everyone involved because you know you're not going to stop the trade it's just you you create you create additional you know from an economic standpoint the risk reward ratio goes like way wonky because the supply is artificially constrained and blah 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 and well yeah and this is like this is kind of my argument for it i guess it's like i know it's a cliche Jesus Christ! There's some someone zipping down my street. Some cool dude. Some cool some awesome dude. guy. Is, 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 are they are they are they doing wheelies on a are they doing wheelies on a four wheeler? His penis must be massive. That's all is, I can is, tell. Is 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 a is a dude named Adonis Creed running down your street right now oh with a whole God. crew? Gonna go no. see Rocky. No, he's just some lone loser zipping by a hospital, which is a great idea. Awesome. Answering um, human traffic and statistics. A, and a block from a school zone. I don't know, there shouldn't be any kids out right now, obviously, but it's a city, and there are plenty of irresponsible parents that allow their fucking seven-year-olds to ride bikes around this neighborhood at all hours of the night. Regardless, though, um, I, I feel like it's there are parallels here. Like drugs, take for example, you know, when you have an illegal, like when you make drugs completely illegal, like you did with weed for so long and, you know, other drugs in general, but weed's a pretty good example. Cause I think it's kind of even, even in, I mean, don't get me wrong. The social perception has changed significantly, even in the past decade, really two decades, but weed's always been there. Like people have always smoked marijuana. You know what I mean? Like, whether it be the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, and yeah, there's other designer drugs and coke and shit like that that came through, and and, and, and there's always a fad, but weed has kind of always been a constant. Um, and it's like you essentially enabled the fucking cartel to rise and to come to power, and essentially because because you wanted to make it illegal, that like the weed was the cartel's lifeblood for the longest time. You know what I mean? Like you essentially inadvertently funding uh 
a shadow government in Mexico because you were so fucking, you had your panties in a bunch about marijuana. And, and prostitution's kind of the same way, right? Uh, prostitution is largely, like, kind of legal if you're rich enough. Because what you do is you, you pay for an escort service, and the escort service is really only contracted to be your date for the night. But there's an expectation that for more money you can get more. Same thing with massage parlors. The whole rub and tug thing is kind of like a joke, but it's completely true. Um, I know someone who, who's been to like half a dozen just in like the Syracuse area. Like it's there, it exists. And although with the massage parlor, it's actually even there, I don't know the legality of it. I mean, I'm sure it would be considered prostitution under law. I mean, it is illegal. That's why they can't advertise absolutely, it. Absolutely would be soliciting prostitution. Right. If, if there was a raid, uh, they get nailed for there, prostitution. But, but the escorts. If there was a raid, our, 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 fr- our, friend, our friend's mugshot would be on a. <laughs> but um, but the the escort services, on the other hand, they really do a good job. I mean, they, they actually do advertise their services. It's the sex part that, you know, it's, I guess you could say it's not guaranteed. But, I mean, from, from my understanding, a lot of the Me Too movement is really about this, like, idea of uh, women kind of trading sexual favors for advancements. Um, in in certain stages of life, I mean, there's other things, right? There, there, it's not just the workplace, but a large part of that is it's the fact that um, if you sleep with if you sleep with your boss, you might get a better chance of of rising up in your organization. I, I don't think like that's necessarily the aspect. I feel like the Me Too movement is more about they're really left with no other option than to feel pressured into sleeping up the ladder. You know what I mean? Right, but but. But it's still it's still legal prostitution, right? Ah, uh, I mean, it's explicit. You're really Actually, you're it, being liberal with the term prostitution, by for sure. But I mean, I mean, you could look at it in an aspect there, I guess. It's also explicitly like against the law to for to make advancement. You know, to, to I mean, like, you know, the thing is, is that it's one of those those, those areas where it, it's kind of like there's a lot of things that are illegal that are not adequately enforced or, right. you know, prosecuted. But yeah, it's like you were because su- you were so not supposed to make. Well, bec- I think because it's perceived, right? It's perceived that, oh, well, <laughs> she wanted it. You know, the fact that it worked to her advantage, that's just a coincidence but she wanted it that's i think that's how it's how it's been perceived historically and after you replay the story after story after story you realize that it's a little bit more predatorial but i mean it it almost is a direct exchange right job security for sex it's really prostitution it really yeah in many circumstances in many documented cases yeah, I guess like when I think about it, though, I just feel uncomfortable saying that women that felt the need in more barbaric, maybe not more barbaric, but more archaic times felt the need to sleep with their bosses to advance. I have a difficult time saying that, well, you're just a prostitute. Like I have a very difficult time saying that. Um, but I guess, you know, I guess you could say that. Have you um, 
You guys aren't watching the loudest voice on Showtime, are you? No. It's um, it's supposed to be about Roger Ailes, the really the founder. Oh, um, it's the one with the producer them. of Fox. Yep, it's got a what's his face, uh, Russell Crowe, right? He's playing Roger. Yeah. Yeah, he does a great job too. I think he's got like a like a fat <laughs> suit on, for lack of better words. <clears throat> um, but <laughs> you realize though that, <laughs> like, especially with that. And from my understanding, um, that was like right part of this whole Me Too movement was this case uh, with Roger with Roger Ailes. But um, at least as my wife explains to me. So if my information is wrong, then <laughs> no, he was he was the fixer. No, you know, like he was he was he was like a le- he was a less cartoonish version of Michael Cohen for Murdoch and his empire. You know, like actually, I, I would say like. He is a fixer in the same mold as Dick Cheney and Roger Stone. You know, for you know, actually, yeah, Cheney's Cheney's been carrying water for like very sketchy people for a long time. And the only reason that he he got he he's done it for so long is that he's a scary motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I you know I don't know like. I mean, I don't know how accurate the the show is to real life, but it's about as close to prostitution. I mean, Wade, you wouldn't have you wouldn't feel bad using those words ha- ha- having watched the relationship between him and one of his workers. Right, but I think uh, the difference here is maybe a difference here is with a prostitute. Um, in optimal cases, right? No, like. Traffic, fucking crazy trafficker, no fucking pimp that's, you know, pressuring. It's just a woman that says, I want to sell my body. That's how I want to make the cash or whatever. That's how I want to earn my money or whatever. Right. There's no obligation. There's no tying her to a situation right, where she right, has right. to continue to go back. You're almost someone. saying prostitution it almost almost makes the situation sound well, less severe as it is. Well, the prostitute... In like I said, in most optimal terms, you're your own boss. Right. You don't fucking have if 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 you don't like a client or whatever, you don't have to go back. Whereas these, I mean, Ailes is a fucking pig, and he knew these women wanted to move up in this company. Obviously, weren't attracted to him. He's a, he's disgusting, and that's why I don't think it's really pot prostitution. I think it's a little little more severe than I guess that. Like yeah, it's a little it's, more it's of almost, a it's almost a sex slavery. enslavement. Yeah, at that point. Yeah. yeah. I would completely agree. Well, Amsterdam is gonna be getting some pushback for this um for this proposal. Um it doesn't it it's it's really up in the air right now. Um, there's a lobbying group, <laughs> which of course it's a lobbying group, so their figures are going to be um, slightly skewed. <laughs> and they're uh, they're lobbying for the red light district to stay in Amsterdam, and they claim that 90% of the 170 workers that were surveyed found that the um, that, that they actually did want to continue working uh, in the district, that they did not want to be moved, of course. I mean, who wants to move? Right. I. So when I heard about this without reading into it, I was kind of like, if 
if it's completely up and on the up and up and the government is very involved with it and there's re- the registering and they're protecting these uh, these workers as well as the public, um, I guess I don't see the problem. But according to the mayor there, they have just as big a sex trafficking issue, you know, they have sex trafficking issues just like any other country with legal prostitution would. So it's kind of uh, surprising, although she doesn't give any numbers on that. It's almost it would have been nice if she kind of could have linked a study. There's there are like no links to any of the, anything that she said. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, she kind of and I'm not I'm not doubting that it's true. I'm just saying, like, at least like the lobbyist group, whether their information is correct or not, came at me with some sort of statistical information, you know, and, and said that they surveyed people. It's like Trump talking about immigrants. Like he uses some glittering generalities to describe the issues instead of pointing like specific pointing at specific numbers. So in this case, (laughs) she uses the word trafficking right in her opening sentence. Of course, people are going to be emotionally attached to that. And what she says is trafficking in human beings takes place in the most beautiful and oldest parts of our city. I mean, and it's just like, I guess it's how just weird you, because... How can you not have an emotional response to that statement? Right, because I immediately, I immediately, when I read it, was like, oh, fuck. Like, I guess they got a real problem. Maybe they should, con- you know, consider maybe maybe some things do need to change there. But at the same time, it's like, this is obviously going to be an issue. Like, Amsterdam and the, and the red light district, you know, it's been a tourist uh, it's just been like a tourist thing for, for decades. I don't know how long, but it seems, I mean, as long as I've been alive, I'm sure. Um, but I guess like if it's actually a major issue and it's an issue within the country, like ha- I guess have some backing, like come, come up with the, with the, with your crime task force, whoever is leading that to give some statistics and some weight other than, you know, just kind of like a sp- a, a spiel with like emotionally charged words, you know what I mean? And, and, and hot and, and, and hot, whatever, uh, you know, hot button words or whatever. I, I'm foot. I don't, I'm, I'm searching for the word for that, but that's not going to come to me, which is fine. But it's like, uh, clearly there's some sort of opposition there. Clearly there's a group of people that disagree. Um, and I, they even mention, they say if they can't move them out of there, they say, well, we'll have to close the windows. You can't hang out your windows anymore. That's one of the things they say. Um, the other thing is that they're talking about installing turnstiles. Turn <laughs> the red style? light district. Yeah. So that they can, they can separate the people that are in the red light district from the people that are outside of the red light district. So all I could picture is going to like a baseball game and you kind of push the turns. I don't know. Um, or I, maybe maybe a baseball game is the wrong is the wrong term. Maybe they want like those actual like big like like <laughs> like uh, subway you know, style. Building. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm still having a difficult time like understanding what that's going to do. I don't know. I mean, like answer like this is the problem. No one goes to fucking – people typically go to Amsterdam, I would say, to probably say, I can smoke hash and not have to worry about it. Like that for the longest time was the thing, right? And and yes, you've got your red light district. But I don't think anybody should make any bones that like 
that's part of Amsterdam's culture, whether they like it or not, which it, I, I don't know. It's it, been, it's been part of, it's been part of its history for hundreds of years now. Right. And it's kind of like, are they getting a bad rap? Are they, are maybe the tourists that they're getting are starting to kind of degrade on their, on their society or uh, on their, you know, they're kind of like, we want to get rid of some of these tourists. Like some of these people hanging around are really not people that we want in this area anymore. But it's it's kind of a tough sell when that's how you essentially made like a good portion of your income has to be coming from tourism. Europe Europe's going to disintegrate into a pile of poop and misery here <laughs> shortly, anyways. So, I mean, it's it's I mean, actually, so not you know, is it's speaking speaking of go, go, going down in flames. Did you see? Uh, do you see the thing about like actually maybe you didn't because I, I don't it hasn't come out on these. There's like hundreds of thousands of acres of tundra on fire right now because it's warmed up so much up there that they're just having these uncontrolled wildfires. Where is this? Up in up in Alaska and Siberia right now. Like there's hundreds oh, wow. of thousands of acres. Like, uh, let's pull up the thing real quick. That's crazy. But well, no, it's because it's 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 gotten so hot up there that like the 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 tundra thawed out, and it's like when they used to have like peat fires in England or like those towns in um, there's a, I think there's a town in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania that like there there's there's a coal fire that's been going for like a hundred years now or something like that. Uh, wildfire twenty nineteen Alaska wildfire map twenty nineteen. Come on, but yeah, and it's like like you're seeing like you know we talk about the one like in California wiping out towns and stuff like that, but it's like something the size of like a regular state just lit. It's, it's insane, and it's just well, it's also like just how big fucking America really is. So we were talking a little bit about smoking weed. Remember when it was. Like not not legal anywhere. Uh, <laughs> it's my transition. The uh, somebody posted some pictures on Facebook about this true blue mod chip. I'm putting air quotes around that term mod chip for the PlayStation Classic. Now, what's interesting is I remember when I modded the original PlayStation and you kind of had to know somebody and you had to like source the chip. And once you got the chip, you had to hope you could get instructions for how to solder it in. Well, <laughs> for people who still play PlayStation games and decide that they want to do it on a console, that's a fraction of the size called the uh, PlayStation classic, or some people might call it a PlayStation mini because it is tiny. A company called True Blue um, have been cranking out quote-unquote mod chips, but instead of with the original mod chip, you could play a cloned copy of a game because they were just like CDs, and they wouldn't play a non-Sony CD, and the tech is pretty interesting. I don't know, Gunner, if you've seen the, I was the just videos like, on that. The... the, the uh... I like the, I just like their names, like the crackhead pack, the meth pack. That's that's what I think is funny. So with True Blue mm -hmm. Mini, they went and gave these creative names to their to their packs. And what's even cooler about it is they actually rocking 
like the PlayStation logo on the side of this box. I can't imagine it's legal, but there's quite a few sites selling them. I mean, like you go to their website and you click where to buy. There's like a hundred different websites selling. Yeah, like their there products. are Amazon resellers you can get these on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and they have a four. They have a four and a half star rating <laughs> on Amazon. So. I was talking to Wade about this before the podcast, and what Wade had said to me was, uh, there's one game, if it were available, then he would go get this PlayStation Classic, and he would go buy this mod chip. What game was that, Wade? Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. Final Fantasy Tactics. So we went through the list of all of the games that were available, and we found out that it's on the Crackhead Pack. Yep. So I'm by this weekend I will have uh, the PlayStation fucking classic and the crackhead uh, pack in my possession and on my television. <laughs> I I just like how much how weird is it that we live in a world where you know there's there's like a like a 50/50 split that this is totally illegal. But 50/50 <laughs> it, 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 But <laughs> Like a hundred percent illegal. I, I mean, you don't know. I mean, like no, like there's some like weird, it might be some weird loophole thing, but like it's just it's so easy to crank out the manufacturing on something that like oh we made a hundred thousand we made like we made like two hundred and fifty thousand of these things, or we made like a million of them. Yeah, we did it in a couple weeks. That's uh, we're just gonna be hiding in gas stations for the next three years. The oh, they have beautiful. They have the ECW hardcore. I mean, they actually like. <laughs> I run a software company. I think their website is designed better than my own software company's website. I I don't run a software company. I also think their website is designed better than your website. (laughs) They have an option to win one. So you can put yourself in a sweepstakes (laughs) to, to actually win one of these true blue minis. Now, I assume you're only winning one of the mod chips. You don't actually get the PlayStation... Uh, hey Wade, with it. we got to get this yeah. so we can get Knockout Kings 2001 and Darkstalkers. Ooh, nice. Very nice. The Night Warriors. But what's interesting is these game packs are all like like 1995, right? And each one of them is jam-packed with about 100 games. Now, these are 64 gigabyte sticks. So pretty much what they've done is they've gotten a full copy of the PlayStation game CD, the ones that we used to rip off so that we could use these mod chips. And they just put as many of those on there. that They were called ISOs back then. I don't know if, if they've changed the name um, for this particular console. But uh, that's pretty much all they've done. And they've just jam-packed as many of them on there. But because there were so many games for the PlayStation, they had to categorize these things. But what I find hilarious is the name. So the Crackhead Pack is the one that comes with the majority of the Final Fantasies. But there's another one called the Meth Pack. (laughs) There's one called the Weed Pack. And then the Fighting... I I wonder, like, if this is all just one giant fucking, like scam and like troll <laughs> yes just do it for the lulls like just have people spend money on stupid shit because like when i hear myself say like i'm gonna go buy a fucking playstation classic and this fucking you know whatever 20 30 fucking 
RAM stick essentially. Well, just so I can play one fucking game. It's I mean, kind of like, like I guess it's, it's here, 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 here's here's the honest truth. You're a sucker for buying a PlayStation Classic. I mean, it's a, it's a nice case and all that stuff like that, but it's a Raspberry. It's like a, I think it's like a Raspberry Pi on the inside. I mean, you're probably right, but it's just there's not a way to. And you can here's download a, the ROM and run the the software that it's. So I mean, can I use a controller with it? Uh, you, no, you that's can't. A you, no, you can't. Major thing. You can use a controller with it, but you can't. You have to get an adapter to use the original PlayStation controller with and it. And I don't care about the original PlayStation controller. I would be fine with. An, an Xbox One controller, well, it, Bluetooth controller. I, I think. I think part of the. I think part of the. Sorry, go ahead. You can't just plug it into your TV and play, right? So you, what Gunnar's saying is correct. Yes, you can go. You can get yourself a little box, whether it's a Raspberry Pi or your full-blown desktop, and yeah, you can play these games. But uh, and they work pretty well, and it's running the same emulator actually that's coming on this uh, this little PlayStation Classic, from what I understand. But, but they you can't but just plug it in, right? It, it's, it's also it's also funny because you can argue that the crack packs are going to sell more of the the, the 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 wild blues or whatever are going to sell more of the PlayStation Classic than the PlayStation Classic originally did because it was like horrendously unpopular. Like you can get a PlayStation, Cl- yeah, it costs more to get the thumb drive with all the games on it than it does to buy the PlayStation Classic itself well, it's, at I, this point. I think because the PlayStation Classic fucked up majorly. Like, they had such so many good titles, and I think that they well, they just missed on a lot of them. But, like, but again, because part of the problem was is that it was... It was a ter- it was a massive cop out like least effort given package. And that's why I'm wondering. Like I know you said there's like a fifty percent chance of this being legal. I don't think there is. I think there's a zero percent chance of this being legal. But what's interesting is that there's we talked about this. I believe I believe we had Mike Walker on uh, when we were talking about this. Although I might be confusing episodes. Um, which man, I should really name that episode number. I'll have to pull it up, but people got the PlayStation emulator that the PlayStation Classic uses, and they put it on the, was it the Super Nintendo, the Super Nintendo Classic? And it was outperforming the PlayStation Classic, which is hilarious, because the PlayStation had a much higher demand for graphics than the Super Nintendo did. So for the Super Nintendo console to have better hardware in it, like to Gunnar's point, it really just goes to show how they really copped out on this. But what's really weird is the only reason that these emulators exist is because people were hacking these things 10, 20 years ago. They were hacking into these oh, wow. files. Did you did you actually like read into what the heck they're doing? No. They're permanently modding the firmware on the PlayStation Classic when they install it. So like it won't let you, it won't let you clone a drive. It actually has to they're modding the firmware on your PlayStation Classic so it will only recognize their signed Module are, for the, are, are you saying that that the new versions of the classic are shutting this chip down? No, I'm saying that the true the the, the your while your 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 USB stick there, uh-huh. its execution its startup script mods the firmware on the PlayStation Classic. Oh, that's awesome! So you can't just copy the the contents of the thumb drive. Oh, to another thumb like basically, if you buy one, 
st- clone it on your computer and give it to one of your buddies, it yeah. won't. It won't let it, if it doesn't see mm-hmm. a checksum on that drive on the, awesome. in the firmware itself. It will. It will. It won't let it boot. It won't, it won't let it boot, and it won't let it mount other non. Good for them. USB. Yeah. Good for them. Protect their assets by stealing others. <laughs> so screwed up. That's fucked. That's fucked up. But isn't it also hilarious that they oh, created like know. their own like paid? This is like Napster starting off paid, right? <laughs> well, my like I'm gonna like my thing with this is it's you could it's kind of so Final Fantasy Tactics you can't fucking play that game anywhere. You can download some shitty like cell phone version. Maybe you could play it on the PlayStation Network. I'm not 100% sure about that. But, like, it's very difficult to find that game and to actually play it, like, in, in a setting that I used to play it in. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And, like, they're not making it any fucking easier for me. So I don't really feel bad about this shit. Right. Legal, not legal. It's like, stop it's being greedy shit. Yeah. Like, I don't. Oh, you can play it. Maybe even if they said you could play it on PlayStation 4, I don't want to pay fucking $500, $400, even $300. To play on a system that literally I have no interest in playing on, like PlayStation, it's not for me. Yeah, for a game you already owned, right? You a already game that bought I fucking... that you're actually legally licensed to have a copy of. So, yeah, back to so there there is a there is a uh, secure file on there on the volume. Is, is so you have to call, you just have to create a volume. It's called uh, True Blue underscore is underscore the underscore best <laughs> underscore dash underscore. <laughs> Fuck underscore the underscore haters, and then uh, pop in the uh, vendor ID and product ID of the USB drive you want to run it in, and uh, then then you can then you can clone it. But it's just like it's pirate DRM. <laughs> how amazing! How amazing! How wonderful a cyberpunk world we live in. Yeah, like I said, it's like Napster starting off as a paid service. It's very very strange. But very cool and very creative. I love the names. Their branding is good. The website's nice. I mean, their logo's like a little PS Classic. It looks nice. Or PSX Classic. I don't understand why they put the X on there. PSX. Because that's actually, that's the, that was Sony's that's rebranding the original of PlayStation. It. Yeah, that's how, that's how Sony rebranded um, the PlayStation. The original PlayStation. When did they do that? Uh, towards the end know, of its t- life. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like they were called like, no, like be, PlayStation X, PlayStation Two. Well, no, it was also beca- it was also because like people were you know like uh, back. It was also kind of this thing when they were trying to uh, get mindshare with uh, you know like Nintendo had the three the three letter name. They were like, oh, we need it. we need to change it so we have a three letter name. That kind of. I don't know. I'm reading that PSX. With some camcorder <laughs> made by Sony. No, that's <laughs> it's a how they Sony rebranded digital video recorder with a fully integrated PlayStation Two video game console. Where are you reading that? Uh, it's what Google tells me when I ask yeah, what PSX exactly. stands for. When did people, check, when did people start <laughs> calling? When did people start calling the, P, the PS One the PSX? You know, this means Mike Walker is going to uh, comment on our uh, on our PS- podcast. PSX PSX was the original code name for the PlayStation when it was a, it, when in development. 
So okay. Mm. And then they had the then they and I see your awesome sketchy deck, but and then they had mm. the PS then they had the PS one which was the well, I've, been, I've been using Windows re-branded. I've been using Windows Longhorn all day. Hmm. <laughs> it's a joke for a bunch of Windows geeks. I remember Matt. I, I remember Matt Dowd destroying his original PlayStation in college, and they had to t- they had to have it upside down so that the bearing on the drive wouldn't like seize up when it was because like people would just leave it on, and it was just it was it was because there was no active. Don't turn it off. We'll never be able to play again. Oh fucking! Did, did, did you ever have Genesis games like that? There's no like save mechanism. It's like here, finish this hardest ball games in one go. There's no save code. There's no whatever. It's just, it's not even an arcade game. It's just, hey, we made this thing that's gonna be like five hours for you to successfully play through in one sitting. You're talking about Bendy and the Ink Machine, right? I'm talking about shaking the Forever Man, but yes, I take it back. <laughs> so, but you know, and again, it's, it's just funny. Like that period of time when, like. Every one of the CD consoles should have had active cooling, and none of them did, and that's why they all die horrible, horrific deaths later on in life. Because they're like, it's a st- it's a home it's a home theater piece of equipment, or it's got to go just, on extra TV. You just take the heat sink off and you put peanut butter under it. Yes, I was watching someone cook a steak on a CPU with no heat sink the other day. It was pretty amazing. Really? It was pretty good. Did they cook the whole steak? They they they, they seared that motherfucker. It was a thin piece, right? Well, I mean, like it was you know it was like CPU sized, but yes, they were cooking a piece of steak on top. But of I mean, how thick was it? I mean, it was. I mean, like as a whole, as a visual gags on the radio. Yeah, everybody like, can see was, your hands right now, Gunner. I mean, like it was it was it was the thickness of at least two iPhones stacked on top of each other. It's a decent little steak. Decent little CPU steak. <laughs> we should make some PSX steaks. Mmm, sex steak. I know you can't like put SX in a in an uh, acronym without accidentally saying sex once in a while. Well, unless you unless you put SSX in front of it, and then it's okay. SSX, what's that? SSX was awesome fucking snowboarding game. Yes. One of the best snowboarding games of all time. It's pretty great. Yeah, I, it, uh, like the reason it was it was the reason I bought a PlayStation Two. That and Armored nice. Core for SSX. Yes. How do I not remember this game? I remember it was something 360 or something 1080 SS, or something. Actually, I think I think the PS2 one was the actually literally the first SSX that they did. Back when EA actually made games. Yeah. Instead of microtransaction platforms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh So I played on on this is a terrible game for PlayStation. I played Cool Borders. It's not good. I don't. I don't. I don't know that one. Cool barters. I don't know. <laughs> the worst part was is they tried Daytona. desperately. It was like made in Japan, I think. But they yeah. tried desperately to make it seem like it was made in America. <laughs> and some of the things were just so weird. Um, like the main character's name was Yagi. Yagi. Okay. And then every time you were going to raise, <laughs> you would play like the intro music or whatever, and that would be normal. And you'd be standing on your snowboard and it would go, go fast. These riders are fresher than the freshest riders around. <laughs> so fucking stupid. 
cool borders. Yeah, SSX sounds like it was better, and I haven't even heard you guys mention any details about it. I mean, like, you know, it was so tricky, tricky, so tricky, tricky, SX tricky. Yeah, SSX tricky was the, uh, that was the sequel, right? Really? Uh-huh. Yes, it was very, well, very good. It did, was... did they get rich to that song, or were you just combining concepts? No, they, they, that was, like, the song that came out, like, for the, like, commercials for it. Really, it is, and it was, it was. Yes, he is. As Wade has stated, it is the it is the sequel to the original SSX, because that was the big thing too. Because um, it was kind of one of those um, showcase big dick energy. Like, hey, we got DVD ROM, we got DVD ROMs to play on game consoles now. Yeah. So like, look at all this, di- look at all this mm-hmm. data that we can have on, on this yeah, stuff. Yeah, you can just have like ten albums on there. Just play music forever never-ending soundtrack of course that was kind of before the days of um and i'm probably gonna (laughs) probably gonna be completely wrong here but it seems like it was before the days of computer generated um uh you know the never-ending always changing melody stuff actually that that, that was that was actually way after because that that, you like you know your your midi stuff and like you know your, your your midi program actually it's it's kind of like one of my sad things uh-huh. Um, especially What's your with sad modern thing, Gunner. Uh, well, no, cuz like I don't know if you did you ever play the old LucasArts games? I played one. <laughs> well, Lucas um you know, and again, it's like one of these things where it's like it's like inventing the best buggy whip or something like that. Mhm. Um the buggy whip? Well, yeah, it's 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 a it's a it's a whip used in the driving of a buggy, i.e. something that we don't do anymore. Oh. Okay. But um LucasArts, uh, back like in the Tie Fighter X-wing games, like they they'd gone through this whole thing. They had um, MIDI engines that would actually change the dy- or dynamically change the pace and composure of the music mm-hmm. depending mm-hmm. on what was happening. Because that in happens the scene. now. Well, I mean, like they load stuff in, but it's not. It's I didn't not realize the... they were doing it back then. No, they do. They do it now. Um, Tiny Wings is a title for the iPhone. It's just like a, it's just a mobile game. And uh, Minecraft does it. Minecraft's entire soundtrack is always changing. They keep like the general theme, but it's always, it's always changing. Like every time you hear it, it's just a little bit different. It's programmatically, it's programmatically, I can't even use the words. Programmatically. Programmatically generated, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. But I didn't realize LucasArts did it way before anyone else. I knew I'd be wrong about that. It was beautiful in Tiny Wings, though. Tiny Wings. What's cool about those is that, like, usually they do have, like, a general, like, kind of chorus that keeps coming back, but it's different every time you hear it. That's Minecraft? Um, Yeah, Tiny Wings and Minecraft both do it. Like, when you're playing the game, like, it's, it's got, like, the general... Like the the general chorus of the song keeps repeating, but it's a different version of it every time you hear it because it's like Gunner just said. What what they do is they use like they use a series of like tempo changes and uh, random number generators to kind of pick a note that's compatible with the melody without sounding bad. But it it, it is different every time you hear it. It's it's a pretty cool thing. You don't really notice that it's happening, but. Uh, 
I, rem I remember when Tiny Wings, I was at the developer conference the year that Tiny Wings was uh, was revealed. And it was when like the iPhone was supposed to be like, hey, look, we're a cool game platform. And mm -hmm. the Tiny Wings developers were on stage talking about how they had accomplished that with music. Hmm. But, you know, like Gunnar said, um, you know, like the buggy whip. Um, but in this case, what's old is new again. Because, nice. because you know, why store 10 hours worth of unique music when you can just write code to create it? And then you have more than 10 hours. You have infinitely uh, changing but slightly predictable music. And I'm that's sorry, it. that's I'm, the I'm, end of the I'm, show. I'm 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm, re I'm reading mad I'm me I'm meeting I'm reading mad panic inducing climate stuff while looking up game things. I feel like I feel like Gunnar should only allow to have books during the podcast. I just so I, I have depressing he only, books. He can only go down like so far in the rabbit hole, <laughs> and then we can hear him flipping pages. Like we 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 know exactly what's happening in the background. Uh. Department of Justice says they're launching a wide-ranging antitrust review of big tech companies. It's the first time that they've, it's the first clear public confirmation of U of a major U.S. antitrust review of the tech industry. Well, well, let's be entirely fair. It's tech companies that aren't super buddies with the powers that be at the moment, like Palantir and all that crew are not. Actually, let's see. the The less successful ones are who are who are buddy buddies with the powers better. that be or not. Are not even okay. better if they contracted like a partner. <laughs> you know, they went to like some consulting firm, and they you know the consulting firm just happens to be partners with one of the tech giants. Yeah, well, it's it's kind of like that because like there's a whole thing they're like telling. They're, what is it? Uh, what was it? Project Project Jedi or something like that. The 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 mm -hmm. I don't know because like wasn't um. I mean, like that actually was why Amazon was building three headquarters on the the East Coast was because part of that was for that government, that Pentagon contract for doing all their machine learning and general compute purposes. But it's like, yeah, it's like, again, it's also one of these things where it's you like, guys know too much. Oh wait, it's for our, it's for our national defense. Uh, yeah, you know what? We changed our mind. Um, we're gonna we're gonna take you to court, but we're not actually gonna make you delete the code. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it's, it's this like, you know, you, you can get into the, you can get into the, the the serious conversation of like, it may be too, like they're going to have to do something. It's probably way too late to do any meaningful change at this point, because no one's going to come up. You know, you've made the barriers for entry so fucking high. I'm getting like well, the, yeah, the scale like the these second... things. Like what the problem is is like what happens when the DOJ does their does their investigation and it tells Google we're hitting you with antitrust, like we're breaking you up. Mm -hmm. What if Google just decides to say, okay, we're shutting down all our fucking services? Yeah, congratulate. Like, well, no, I mean, like that you, can't happen. Well, no, see, see, the, <laughs> the, the 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 problem the problem was is that like they broke Ma Bell up. And it took a long time, but the thing was, is there was only one Ma Bell. There was only one company at the scale of Ma Bell, like kind of like sitting on the throat of whatever. And now you have twelve companies 
each kind of with their own initiative, but they like they they equally capable of fucking you, and they're all bigger than Ma Bell could have ever dreamed. Like Verizon, Verizon, which is not even the entirety of the territory that was previously owned by Ma Bell, or AT and T, they're both bigger than Ma was originally. Per capita, well, yeah, and no, no. Google, you know, like Google, Google has a bigger backend than AT, you know, Bell, Bell Telephone did back well, in the day too. So does Facebook. So does Amazon. I mean, like you know, that's it's the, that's the problem though. Like there is no other Google. Like I find, I feel like Google's kind of on its own, its own thing. Like, well, stop being, stop being with Google. Stop being lazy on those those royalty checks we get for Friendship Snake. And help us yeah. build that, that that private search engine slash cloud host that we've been working on. So, so wait, I think you're right in one aspect, right? Because Google right now has the monopoly on email. Google has the monopoly on search. However, if Google search went down tomorrow, we would all just switch over to Yahoo, Bing, or some other competitor. Sure. I laugh. Because the the miss the missus has the Google Home automation thing, yeah, for her room, mm-hmm. and you know, like you, you tell you, like that's how you like tur- you know turn off light, turn on light, whatever. Mm-hmm. But what's funny is that like things that we talk about come up in my YouTube mm-hmm. search yeah. suggestions. Yeah, that's <laughs> everybody though, that's no, that's but, like but, I, but I mean, like it's phone. it's very it's it's like it's not even. It's not even like okay, you could you could kind of predict this from like an algorithmic thing. It's like, mm-hmm. no, this is a directly context-driven thing. You you the machine the machine heard a conversation, extract extracted useful data points, and built right. a suggestion list off. But of like, it. I don't even I'm not even saying for the search engine. I'm saying for like like YouTube. I think YouTube. Like YouTube is goes its own, down. Where do you where do you go? I think I think YouTube <laughs> is its own problem. And the reason I say that is because YouTube doesn't even have a competing service. I mean, they would make the argument, well, we have, there's Vimeo or whatever. Yeah, I mean, those sites, those sites would go down in seconds because, because too many people, too many people. Yeah. They just don't have, they just don't have the infrastructure to support the entire world. Um, You know, who might be able to handle it is, uh, is Baidu actually. We could we could strike a deal with the Chinese government because they have a video hosting site and it's used by, it's not used by as many people as YouTube, but it's pretty damn close because a seventh of the world population lives inside the country of China and Baidu is really the only video service that they use. So I could see China taking it over, but it would be like one of those like, um, yeah, I guess we'll we'll use China until we can build a second YouTube. Like, I don't think any anyone would want that to be permanent because the the Chinese firewall very strictly um, uh, uh, restricts content that goes on that platform, right? Um, and stuff like that. You know, to the point where. Uh, I tried going to Baidu's website with Adblock Plus, and it the whole site just shuts down. You know, they 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 have absolutely no interest in serving their content. It's not like it's not like in the states where they're like, "Hey, I noticed you had an ad blocker on. I'm just going to ask you politely to turn that off because we rely on that revenue." And you just click close message <laughs> and read yeah. your content in the states. There, no, it's like you know nothing. Mm, much much different much stricter 
But I mean, that's kind of like that—that that is Google, right? But I'd say that's almost a separate service. That's that's its own argument. Gmail could go down; everyone would find another email address. I think we could live. It would be a bitch. <laughs> you know, you'd go to your bank. Google Maps goes down. Yeah, you'd go to your bank. Um, you know, I mean, I, I would be in trouble because I use Google Fi phone? for my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, my phone, my email would both go down, and that would be tough because you need one or the other in order to to change your email address. <laughs> you, can. you can't do it without a phone number or an email address. So I could see that being a problem. Um, but, you know, it's workable. You know, you can always call customer service and give them your, you know, give them a drop of blood or whatever they require to make a change to your account when you don't. They're going to have to bury, they're going to have, eventually uh, their security model will require, they will mail you a microchip that you must insert in your urethra. Uh, I don't know if I want it in my urethra, but I'm down with a microchip if it makes life easier. Well, what about it, you, Gunner? It, it, has, it has to be the urethra. Gunner, are you a microchip? I just watched Interstellar, and the there's a robot on there, and he kind of reminds me of you. Are you a microchip? <laughs> he kind of reminds me of you. Which like which one? Because there's a kind, couple. He's kind of witty. Is he the Matt? Is it the Matt Damon robot, or is it the uh, the other one? Um, the Matt Damon robot is dead. Is it? I didn't think Tars was dead. Tars was Matt Damon. You're now Googling this movie. The Matt Damon robot was dead. Matt Damon himself wasn't a robot. No, Tar sounds like Matt. Bill, sorry, Bill Irwin. I'm I'm sorry. You were correct. Well, I know. I just watched the movie. Like I, that listen. Just because you insist you're correct doesn't mean I'm going to acknowledge that at all. <laughs> what you eat shit? Yeah, the robot kind of reminded me of you. So there's Case, Tars, Plex, and Kip. And those robots are kind of scary. What'd you think of those robots, Gunner? I, I I like them. I like block robots. They're cool. Why don't you give a synopsis of the film? <laughs> I didn't watch it. So. Uh, the synopsis is is pretty cool. It's, it's sometime in the future. They don't really say. Um, and there's blight wap wiping out the crops um, on Earth. And it's... Uh, combined with the oxygen levels on earth um plummeting to dangerous levels and it's really about this farmer who is played by uh matthew mcconaughey and of course this movie's four or five years old now um i might be off with my dates there but um it's it's a few years old old. five years old um the farmer's played by matthew mcconaughey and he's an ex-nasa uh pilot and um, but he's a farmer. Um, that's the that's the role that he's uh, taken on with the uh, you know the new state of Earth, and uh, a couple of strange uh, anomalies end up pointing him to uh, to the NASA Center. Um, really, the people he used to work for, for the most part. And it turns out the NASA program is uh, is still going, and uh, they're trying to figure out how to get the hell off the planet. So that's kind of the the premise is that um, they're concerned about us running out of food on Earth, and we got to find a new home. And that's really what the plot's about. But what I really liked it, but first of all, that robot was fucking weird. 
I don't know. They're so intimidating. I don't know why. Well, it was because it's also it was a big like I know that because again you gotta have uh, what's his face there. Um, why is my brain farting? The guy who directed the movie, uh, Dark Knight Returns. Uh, what's the director? The the new Batman movies. Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan. Yeah, and it was one. Of, it was one of his, but it, it it's. They make a point like it's weird because it's the first movie robot in a long time that had nothing like there is no human yeah feature perceivable on this thing yeah like felt almost like um it doesn't look like an animal like it the black look, mirror yeah. episode with the dog like yeah. it's kind of scary like very just i don't know fast and strong and but like you said there was no human element it seems like so many interpretations of robots, even the robots that we're building today, they kind of look like they have arms and stuff like that. Um, yeah, this wasn't like that. Gunnar, describe what this robot looked like. Oh, it's it's it's, it's like a bunch of blocks on a chain. Like they, like that was their. That's uh, how it walked. It was basically it would rock back and forth if it was running. It did kind of like the Looney Tunes, like legs constantly flip. <laughs> fucking looney tunes legs man the arms yes like the arms were just like, like would, blocks like that unfolded a, wait it would turn into like a pinwheel a pinwheel of really? fucking heavy metal and just fucking fly it's <laughs> so scary but uh um really what i like about interstellar is it's the first movie that i think and i haven't seen i've seen a decent amount of like you know, sci science fiction movies, but it's the first one I've seen that really uh, made made like core to the plot the idea of time dilation. So, as far as like, like with 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 the with relativity, um, like in got like in the Godzilla, like the God, I don't know if you watched any of the Godzilla Netflix, mm -hmm. like Netflix no, I haven't. Okay. But 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 to describe it in Godzilla because it might be the same. So premise. like they're they're doing like kind of interstellar travel, um, and they go like they're off Earth, which on the ship seems like twenty years or eighteen years, but the reality is how far they've traveled. It's been like fifty thousand years on Earth or something like that. Like fifty thousand years have, have taken place. It's kind because of the speeds at what they're traveling. Yes, at. it's the same concept, um, except it's kind of in reverse. Um, the just just to give you an example, one of these planets because they actually do visit some of these planets, and this is super cool too. One of the planets that they visit is so close to. Um, this gigantic mass uh, black hole that they call uh, Gargantuan. It's so right. close to Gargantuan that, you know, time is dilating for that planet. And one hour on this planet is the equivalent of seven years back on Earth. Gotcha. So the simple act of visiting and leaving, if you're there for too long, could actually mean the extinction of the entire race. Right. Because you're the only hope. <laughs> well, yeah. So, yeah. So I guess it's, it's similar to what you're describing, but the difference is, is that it's not because they're traveling. I mean, it is right. It's all relative and that's kind of the point, but it's not because they're traveling through space at like a super uh, fast speed. Um, it's kind of the opposite. The, 
it's because of the black hole, which I guess it's the same concept, but yeah. It's altering how time is being experienced. Yeah. And the other thing is, uh, you know, this planet's so close to the, to this black hole sun. It's a, it's a sun being absorbed into a black hole, right, Gunner? Is that what gargantuan is? Or is it a sun becoming a black no, hole? No, a, a gargantuan, gargantua, gargantua there was basically a, a supermassive black hole. Mm-hmm. That was so dense that it had star, you know, like the stardust on its accretion disk oh. was like, uh, uh, like in the process of as it, it like it was boiling. Mm-hmm. So it was basically a sun ringing around a black hole because it had condensed this this field of gas so heavily. But gotcha. the the background radiation pressure from the the. The black hole was pushing because it was the... supplying. It was it was the solar system, right? It was supplying the light for the for the planets, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but what was what I thought was cool was the the tide. Do you remember the tide? The tide? Did I? Uh, what do you mean? No. On one of the planets, or yeah. oh, when the, like the whole like <laughs> like the, the the thousand foot wall of water is coming towards them. It's like, is that the horizon? No. Get back in the boat. <laughs> no. Yeah, the concept that a tide can be a th- can be thousands of feet tall. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. I mean, well, it's it, it's it's kind of I mean, like you know, and I, I mean, like part of it, it was an excuse to. It's his equivalent of two thousand one, but it, it it's very cool because it. it it's it's the first time it's the first time in a long time I saw a movie about aliens that didn't have them in it. Yeah. Spoilers. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. I don't think I spoiled much in it because really the really it, to 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 spoil it would to go like closer to what Gunner's talking about when it gets into that that side of it, and I didn't touch base on any of that, so I don't think I spoiled it too much. Although, of course, there's a couple of cool key concepts in there that that are surprised when they first come on, like the robots are a surprise, and then of course, um, <clears throat> some of the elements of the uh, the time drift and the planets are kind of a surprise. So I don't think we spoiled it too much. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> Matt Damon is in it though. Is he really? Yeah. Huh. And he's not he's not the Martian. Oh, you're right. You are correct. You are correct. He is he's he's just the one robot for some reason sounds like Matt Damon, even though Matt Damon is in the movie as well, which is a weird juxtaposition. It is weird. It's weird what for is sure. I think Tars for some reason I think Tars sounds like Matt Damon. Oh. And oh. so like, you thought he was the robot. I thought he was for some reason I thought he was doing a double role. No, he has a robot in there. He has a robot, but yes, but Tar. But for some reason, when I listen to Tar, like, and mm. I know that, like, they, and I'm looking at it because it's actually the, the guy who is the puppeteer, for all of those robots is the guy who did the voice for Tars as well, kind of like Andy Circus does. You know, like Gollum and all these weird monster people now. Oh, but um, it just it's just it's just a weird. It's like, hey, we got this actor that's starring next to you that also like it's like um who was the dude who did the voice for Venkman and it was also Garfield in the cartoons? His name's closer to the microphone. His name is <laughs> Suck my dick. Um 
No, but it, I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna know the voice actor, but I know you know you know you know the, the guy like yeah, but he played too. but but like it was weird because they got uh, Bill Murray to play Garfield, do the voice of Garfield in the Garfield movie. I don't know that movie looked like a turd, so I refused <sighs> to watch it. Don't you know why Garfield hates Mondays? No, it's because when John has to leave from the weekend. Ah. Uh. So then he can't see John. He, he has John has to go away. Are you saying that Mario is gay for John? I'm saying that Garfield is Garfield's like. Oh, did I just say Mario? I just confused. Yes, you said Mario. <laughs> I sure did. What we get for recording? <laughs> what we get for recording on a Tuesday night? Get good, sorry, Gunner. I smashed the illusion again. Get good. <laughs> get some. Get some wild blue memory sticks. Stick them in your urethra. I actually might do that. I'm still considering. Are you, are, what, sticking a memory stick in your urethra? I mean, that seems like an awful extreme way to load a video game, but... No. If you get an involuntary erection, could you write it off as muscle memory? Maybe. Connor, the joke was at you, and you didn't laugh. Uh, You're the one putting chips. You're the one that putting chips. Uh, <laughs> What if with a rock? What a piece of rock? What? What if there's a piece of rock? I don't know. Is it like the piece of rock from Transformers? Yeah, there you go. That transforms a refrigerator into an entire yes sentient robot. Are they robots? They're robots, right? Yeah, they're robots. They're autonomous robotic life forms from the planet Cybertron. At least to quote the movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Wade's got to go to bed because he has to deal with fish penises tomorrow or something. I don't know. No, not really. Because well, Gunner, you went and put microchips in all of them. That's right. He's got to fish them out. Fish, 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 fish it out. I don't think we have any other topics, do we? Fish, 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 um, fish it out. Well, Gunner, uh, Gunner did mention about Stephen Hawking. Um, there's pictures of him that surfaced from like, what was it, 2006? Of him on what we were calling Sin Island? The island, Jeffrey Epstein's Island of Sin. Island yeah, of Sin. but it was for a conference. It wasn't like so, yes. it was pretty well publicized, and, and, not some weird fucking underage sex fucking no, cult. I, listen, it's just... Amsterdam, Amsterdam is a place that you can buy a bagel and go to a sex shop. It isn't just one or the other. Jeffrey's sex, Jeffrey's island, island of sin, is a place that you can have a world-renowned f- theoretical physics, physics conference, and then also like in a massively inappropriate, sketchy, like bacchanalian orgy with, with a, a let, oh, sorry, let, 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 an alleged series of multiple bacchanalian. Stephen Hawking doesn't do anything but watching. Yeah, and maybe uh, actually, robot talks. Stephen Hawking. Uh, suppo- yeah, it is. This is. Uh, I hope this is not salacious. I guess Stephen Hawking's had a thing for like women beating him up. Oh really? Like he liked it. Well, rough. I didn't hear that. That's just, that's one of the strangest things I've heard. I know he cheated on his wife and left his wife for his caregiver. Um. He well. He 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 he. Well, you know, because I I think it was, but. Uh, Supposedly he liked it. He liked it a little rough. Supposedly, yeah. everyone's got their quirks, I guess. Good for Steven. He yeah he he was uh he was he was like that next level Einstein stuff. 
It's funny because like well, a normal yeah. husband cheats on his wife, and it's like that guy's a douchebag. But Stephen Hawking, what, what what's he considered a quadri- quadriplegic? Uh, more than that, because he didn't have neck. He barely had neck. Like he he had some neurodegenerative disorder. Like the, originally they thought it was Lou Gehrig's, but he leaves his wife for his caregiver, and it's like, man, that guy fucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite confident he doesn't fuck, but <laughs> oh gosh, I don't want to, I don't want to go any further down that rabbit hole. I don't either. I have no interest in that. That is, let Steve let let Stephen let the let let the the memory of Stephen Hawking remain untarnished. I all I know is that that guy was a fucking quake master. He was the mighty Stephen Hawking was a fucking quake master of disaster. <laughs> he had his eye on the eye, eye on, his finger on the trigger and an eye on the quad. <laughs> oh shit! So so, kind of funny news. Mm-hmm. Um, Bethesda release is releasing uh, Wolfenstein like New Blood or the New Blood, which is like the latest Wolfenstein game. Wolfenstein. And they're too afraid. Wolfenstein. The fuck ever. It's not Frankenstein. Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein, Ramstein, Ram Ramstein. Mm. Um, and they're they're so like they refuse to uh, promote it. Essentially, they refuse to advertise for it because they're so afraid of the social climate in this country. Oh wow! <laughs> they didn't advertise it. That's interesting. It's fucking nuts. You spend millions of dollars in development, you know. And they're gonna. People are gonna buy it. They're gonna play it. It's a popular series. It's a good series. It's it's a legit. It's a good game. Um, I don't know about that game. That the one that's coming out. But I I've played like the kind of reboot of Wolfenstein, and uh, man, you just... they're good. It's good. <laughs> Sorry, you were wrong. <laughs> but uh, it's just interesting. That it's so fucked up that they can't fucking even advertise for their game. Yeah. Yeah, the climate. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to wrap this shit up. Yeah, we got nothing left to talk about. Interesting. Alaska's on fire. Greenland's on fire. Alaska's on fire. I, I, I tried to look this up, Gunner, and I'm not finding it. I posted like like I found a fire map, but No, I posted I posted it I posted it in the chat, man. Satellite images show just how serious the Arctic's wildfire problem is. Um, let's look together. Let's look together. Friendship. Friendship. That's kind of scary. We're pretty fucked, man. We are super fucked. Just a little bit. That's nuts. Friendship, friendship. I just like, although you have to appreciate it. Like the big thing they're talking about in Russia is that there is a, there's a feature, there's a feature in Siberia called the mouth of hell that with all the permit, like with all the tundra burning around it, it's just going to get bigger. And there's just something very cathartic about the image of like 
a thousand mile wide wildfire just opening up a bigger chasm into the eighth the Tartarus. Well, it's like what is it? Um, I think we talk. You know, because they talk about that, like the the peat fires and stuff like that back in the day. Like they'd have these things that go on for hundreds of years. That's so crazy. Oh, really? This says that the that the carbon dioxide that's being released into the air just in the month of June from these fires is equivalent to Sweden's total annual emissions. Isn't that insane? Yeah, that's nuts. I can't wait to see the ramifications. Well, they talk, they talk, they, you know, that was one of the things, they, they actually, that was kind of the tipping, you know, they say the tipping point in like anthropogenic climate change or whatever is that when the tundra defrost, all the mm-hmm. methane that's trapped in there from the mammoth and like fucking megafauna, the poop that mm-hmm. hasn't been able to decompose just vents on mass. So it's like, there's something, there's something like, you know, at the road war, the, if you're going to go road warrior, the image of human civilization collapsing from millions of miles of burning shit is just something kind of, uh, and there's something you, poetic you say about methane. That. Is that what you said? Yes. Now, methane's actually worse of a greenhouse gas than carbon yep. dioxide, right? But no one talks mm-hmm. about it. Why don't they talk about it? Oh, I mean, because it's not... Because you can't attack the oil industry for it? People love beef? Is that why? No. I think it's probably people love beef, right? I mean, like... Because like, well, it, it... I mean, like, the... the it has it, Methane has its own problems, but it's... Going after the dairy industry, you know, going after the livestock industry is like, okay, that's great. How about all the transoceanic ships belching out the dirtiest fucking coal, you know, like the dirtiest garbage fuel smoke, you know, I mean, like, and and the thing, and the thing of actually meaningful effects on human activity on the climate. I mean, like, you know, that's, that's a problem. But that's the equivalent of saying, like, being pissed at someone, like, smoke, smoking or smoking or drinking Sterno, you know? It's like, you really should stop smoking, but you really, 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 really should stop drinking Sterno. <laughs> yeah, I get that, because one of them just sounds dumber. But in this case, Sterno is methane. Right? Actually, I, would, I would say the smoke, smoking is methane. Industri- like the industrial transportation infrastructure we have now is like uh, drinking sterno. But if methane is, if methane is more greenhouse of a gas. So, but 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 here's the thing: is that you you. It's you, you doubled up because you can't you can't just you can't just abstract one thing into another because part of the livestock you know industrial farming is the amount of petrochemicals that get used in the transport the creation of fertilizer the you know the moving the mo- the growing of grain all that you know like it's 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 a compound effect and i think we got into this whole thing cuz what was it like you were you were kind of chastising me last time cuz i said i said that like more in, more petrochemical goes into like making stock than transportation but they they actually the way it works out now is that the majority of petroleum distillate is gasoline or fuel for transport and that's all just getting burned i mean that's not that's 
Oh, you're saying that methane comes from other sources than animals. Well, I'm also saying that the animal source, the animal source is bad, but the animal source is not like, uh, you know, like, what, what, what um. It's not as severe. Yeah, if, it's if, not if, as if, nearly if, as if, severe if you're, a situation. If you're, tri- if you're triaging, that would not be the first thing that you try and get. And besides, um. Really, it's not the methane you got to worry about. It's all the freaking horrible diseases that we're let, allowing to breed in animal populations that come and get transmitted to humans that will wipe us out that are probably the scarier part of that whole fucking industrial agriculture thing. The super bug. Yeah. Well, actually, that would fix that would fix this whole pop this would have, fix that whole pollution thing though pretty quick. Yeah, the edf.org website says methane is 84 times more potent mm-hmm. than CO2 in the short term for trapping heat that's fucking crazy well, and, and it's well because the the other issue is is that it's you know they took what is it because that was the, the in the 70s they used to talk about what they called the clathrate gun which is that there are these um modified effectively there's methane ice all along the coastal shelves that once ocean water gets above a certain temperature, basically the ice, the the, the methane will boil off, mm-hmm. and then you have like the runaway thing. But it's like, yeah, when they talked about these proposals, I think one or two guys, uh, ironically from Russia, because that it, it, it despite it being a suppressive hellhole, the uh, Russia academic institutions because they don't they didn't have Super Nintendo or massive television. <laughs> Things they, they had to spend a lot more time being boring and thinking and writing really awesome and scary math textbooks, um, but uh, yeah, it's like actually the 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 the, the clath rates are really scary. It's the tundra. It's like what's in the tundra in like these Arctic areas that are thawing out that are really kind of the unknown because like they've done some sampling, but there's not actually a lot of research on. Sure how deep that 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 you know that that pit goes and because it was it's just it was really expensive to do expeditions and do wide wide ranging surveys i mean it's the the only reason we know what we know now is because they did all the oil exploring like they did all that oil exploration up there and stuff like that but they've never done systematic right yeah when people freaking die because it's cold because like (laughs) who knew humans weren't supposed to go there (laughs) except in you know in previous times so i mean like we're although let's see if we get the oxygen ratio up because that when they talk about like that was one of the things like why dinosaurs that's why one of the reasons dinosaurs went extinct and it wasn't because they starved out and stuff like that but because of it wasn't the impact well they say the impact actually one of the things the impact of jesus hitting the earth well (laughs) no it it actually this this so this gets in this gets into this uh, this idea that like um yeah he he fisted it as it were um wait when I said that did you picture Superman I yeah, I pictured like <laughs> Superman with like long hair and a beard just like impacted with the earth and then like just slaughtering dinosaurs <laughs> and like humans like confused but happy because like in fucking. In, 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 in minds of thought or in, in some thought processes of evolution not being a thing some people believe that dinosaurs and humans existed together as long as as long as over the dead bodies of the dinosaurs <laughs> don't worry have no fear k man you are protected by jesus 
<laughs> yeah. He felt bad about it, though, when he killed them all. He, he, he greeted them all as if they had just sneezed. I will wash your feet <laughs> in a stream of dinosaur blood. <laughs> and feces. Now, um. yeah. I hope you guys are hungry for dinosaur eggs. There ain't gonna be any more of them after this. Well, <laughs> you imagine like cracking open a dinosaur egg and dying because the baby dinosaur is large enough to eat you inside the egg. Were there any dinosaurs where their hatchlings would be like large enough to to, to kill a human? Well, well the no. dinosaur eggs that I have are pretty small. It's actually it's this is actually a very um, interesting area of biology. I'm saying because like there, there, it's 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 it. There is there is supposedly a maximum limit on how big an egg can be. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if it was a robin egg? Like it's the just, T-Rex, it's like a T-Rex. Is they're grunting <laughs> and howling. <laughs> and a little tiny robin egg. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's just a clo- there's a cloaca working on this like. Doink. Oh gosh, it's like so small that the prehistoric centipedes like, like ten times the size of the egg. Yeah, I don't know. They said they said I'm reading that the uh, the first fossilized dinosaur egg and the biggest yet to be found were football shaped, which is not that big. I mean, it's, that would be it's a massive egg, but it's not like because well, the thing you have to remember is that eggs um, are transporting oxygen from their external you know that's like their meta- you know like even 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 in egg form like they're metabolizing oxygen like they breathe <laughs> i love how gunner phrases this yeah what you have to remember oh you're right gunner now that you say that i remember that eggs breathe well, no, oxygen so, so, so and i guess we're, we're this goes back this goes back to the thing i was saying before like after after the after the great impact it wasn't the like food going out and stuff like that um and it's like one of these things where you see like there have been massive systemic changes on earth in the course of like a year or two because you know like when what we've had periods where the whole planet's been like an ice you know like basically just just solid ice and you can see just in the, the formation of rock and stuff like that but like you watch the gas ratio change but what they talk about is that after the 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 oh, what the frick is the iridium event or what you know like the 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 the, the explosion that basically ended the, the 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 impact that ended the age of the dinosaurs uh-huh. it's not the impact itself that did it it's that because of the change in the atmosphere the actual percentage of oxygen that was available in the atmosphere went down and you couldn't support these large animals anymore, like at at the at the same populate at the same population levels. Gotcha. So between between the actual pressure of just like things starving out, and just that they they basically like suffocated for a large to a large extent, the big ones just suffocated to death over time Jesus. you know like because there just there wasn't there wasn't enough oxygen in the air to allow them to metabolize 
effectively and they just they yeah they 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 got all the downsides of like pul- constructive pulmonary whatever and no injury it's just that there wasn't enough there wasn't enough air there wasn't enough of the right air what if we go back in time which i realize is impossible but what if we go back in time with not and not if you not if you watched uh with some like interstellar silo sized oxygen tanks and keep a couple of those fuckers alive. Well, it's you. You got to know that guy with the time machine, so you can hang out with Denver, the last dinosaur. He's your friend, and a whole lot more. A whole lot more, yeah. Or the dinosaurs. <laughs> Ooh, dinosaurs was great. Tranquilize like a T Rex, just so you can get a get a breathing machine that's like the size of a refrigerator. Was it Dallas Bryce Howard? Who was the lady who just got totally? Fucked in that one Jurassic Park movie, where the ter- the 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 pterosaur was messing with her, and then the giant shark one just came up and freaking bit her in half. Wait, what? In Jurassic Park? Uh, was it the Lost World? She dies in, in Jurassic- that. Uh, I saw the original when I was like twelve, and I haven't seen any of the others. I should. Jurassic World. She gets killed in that? Oh, she gets she gets murdered, murdered. Wait, no, because she's in the sequel, so she can't get murdered. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Dallas. Oh. Uh, Dallas Price. Uh, nope. Uh, shooting Jurassic World. So they did find fossils. I know fossils don't really mean anything, but they did find fossils of eggs that were two feet. I guess that's not big enough for the dinosaur to eat you, though. But he could give you a run for your money. But it wouldn't be sweet if you had one. You just brought it to CrossFit and swapped out all the medicine balls with these two-foot dinosaur eggs. Nobody thinks that would be funny. I'm looking up to... uh, Sorry. Gutter's trying to find facts on Jurassic World right now. Have you seen people try to cook with, like, the ostrich eggs? No. It's crazy because they're so big. It's like... Just in a bigger bowl, I imagine, and a bigger skillet. Yeah. And, of course, it doesn't cook the same as, like, a chicken egg that we're used to. But uh, the one I saw, they they couldn't crack it because it was too thick. So, huh. so instead, they just got a power drill and just drilled through it. And then they just, like, blew the yolk out. Like compression style, they like put two holes in it and blew out the yolk. I did. I used to do that with the uh, goose eggs to carve them. Yeah, yeah. We used to carve chicken eggs by drilling them. But uh, man, I mean, I'm sorry, I would Katie, want, Katie, Katie I would want my oyster eggs sunny side up. <laughs> Who, you know, why would you go through all that work and eat it scrambled? I don't know. That's hell of a flip, though. <laughs> You'd, you'd have to like, uh, you have to use a spatula like the size of one of those. What are those pizza pan things called? You know the ones. A pizza peel. Is that what they're called? A pizza peel. Yep. Yeah, you'd have to like flip the omelet with a pizza peel. Yeah, it was Katie McGrath's character that got killed. Yep. You were wrong. I said I was wrong. Are you getting old? No, you're not at first. You're like, no, no, I no. I thought it was, it was first. And I was like, no, I was no, wrong. No, no. 
I'm sorry, I can't hear you over the sound of you being wrong earlier. That always my being wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. Your wrong was more wrong than my wrong, so it's all wrong. Gunner's wrongness is 84 times more potent than Wade's wrongness. That's correct. <laughs> don't make me, don't make me don't make me wrong, fired all over you. Be wrong with the butt gas. You know, we could uh we could close it out with like another top five list. I thought that was fun. I know, I know right, we're not yeah, prepared I'm for game. it, and we haven't even picked the topic for our top fives list. We were, we were so successful at picking topics for this episode. <laughs> you know, I think Why our not? topics were okay. I think that we're all too tired to talk. That might be it. That might be it. Um. All right, top five. I picked the last time, so somebody else picked this time. All right. Um, top five coolest real movie animals. Oh, I... Coolest real movie animals. Yeah, like not monsters, just like things that like things that things that wreck people's days. So, like, would Jaws be Jaws considered? Would be, Jaws would be on that list. Okay, so, but but like. Any movie, any he's any saying, animal in a movie. He's just saying an animal that actually exists in real life, put into movie Wait, form. What? Okay. Not fictional animals, right? Yeah. Like fictional characters, but not an animal that was just like made not up. like a hippogriff. Yeah, not like, like a hippogriff pick... or the kraken or something like that. Right. Although fuck you, the kraken existed. The kraken's pretty metal. <laughs> okay, who goes first? I say Wade goes first because he already started talking about Jaws. Ah, oh, fuck. This is difficult. I, this is not in any particular ranking, but Jaws. Um, What's that his name? There wasn't, what there wasn't was a the shark's name? There wasn't name. a name for the shark. It was just a... Not in the movie there wasn't, but like there, the, on set they had a name for it. The animatronic uh, um, shark. So Jaws. Bruce. Ah, uh, Bruce. Nice. Yeah, Google says Bruce was his name. Jaws, um, Cujo, uh, Pet Cemetery, Church specifically. What was Church? Church was the cat. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was the cat that came back. Um, shit. This is tough. Gunner, well done. Very difficult. We did just talk about Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, all that stuff. Yeah, like I'm going to go Jurassic Park, the Velociraptors. And I'm also going to go for my final and fifth. <sighs> Shit. Uh... Fuck. Nah, I don't remember the name of the movie, so I can't do that. Gary Busey also counts. He's an animal. <laughs> um. Oh, I'll go with like I'll go with uh, Turner and Hooch, Hooch and Turner and Hooch. Okay. Was that five? Trace. Lost count. That was five. That was definitely five. Trace, you're up. <laughs> okay. Um. I'll go 
worst to best for fun. Um, well, top five, but yeah, you get it. Man, I don't even have a top five, and I didn't prepare for this, so I'm just <laughs> going to name five animals for the sake of naming them. <laughs> um, I would say number five is Elvin from Elvin and the Chipmunks. Sure. He's, he's number five. And the reason that I pick him as number five is because um, cause he used to sing some good songs. Which he really didn't. Cover songs. Yeah, he really didn't. Oh, covers. It was just the original songs. It was sped up in speed. <laughs> it didn't even sound like didn't even sound like a song. It just sounded like somebody was fast forwarding a song. Um number four, I'll say um Wishbone. Oh damn the dog. What's the story, Wishbone? Were you gonna pick him? I just steal no, Wishbone. That's, from that's, you? that's a good one. That's a good one. Oh thank you. Yeah. Because he was smart and he helped solve crimes. He wore but clothes because no he thought he was a person. But no dog can actually really do that. Yeah. But he was super cool in the show. He actually made it very um, very enjoyable. Um, it, this one is kind of a pun because one of the requirements is it has to be real. Um, is the giant realistic flying tiger from Uncle Grandpa. He's actually called the giant realistic flying tiger. It's part of his name. Um, I really don't like that line, to be honest. I just wanted to say his name. Or tiger. I just wanted to say his name. So he's three. Who's two? Two, I would say, is... Um, Gary Busey. Howard the Duck. <laughs> Ooh, nice. From the movie... Howard the Duck, where somehow a duck was able to get a human to fall in love with him, which I think it was the same woman that played uh, Marty McFly's mom in uh, Back to the Future. I think it was the same actress. I don't know her name because I'm not a movie buff. I think you're right. She played Mari. She was uh, Mari McFly's mom, right? That's exactly what he said. <laughs> I don't pay attention to what he says. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, man. It's funny because. Leah Thompson. Leah, Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. It's funny because as I'm pulling these, as I'm pulling these, like, these random animals out of my ass, so to speak, um, you know, I just feel super self conscious. And then when Gunner, like, <laughs> repeats. Something that I, I was say. looking. I was looking it up makes something relevant. So much more comfortable. I was. I was looking up something. I was looking up something for my list. Gunner may find this um, a little more interesting than Trace might. However, did, were you guys aware the guy that voiced Howard the Duck was also the voice of Admiral Akbar in uh, Star Wars? Uh, you know. Oh, nice. It's uh, Jim, it's uh, what's his face? George Lucas's buddy. Tim Rose. The Galactic Overlord. And my all-time favorite, my famous, my all-time favorite, <laughs> um, favorite animal, uh, movie animal, is Simba from Lion King. Lion King. No, he's not Lion. really. I just, he's he's just a lion, and, you know, they're like the king of the jungle, so he's a easy top choice, even though I don't necessarily agree with that choice. But he had some redeeming characteristics. 
and you know he's gonna lead the jungle. Is have you guys seen the new one? No, no, no. I'm interested in seeing it. Hmm. hmm. Now it's Gunner's turn. Gunner, time for your top five. <sighs> Real animals. You picked this topic. I would say, say, uh, (laughs) (laughs) flower, uh, number five, flower and Bambi. Where's flower? Is that the the bunny? Flower is the skunk. Oh, the skunk, okay. Thumper, Thumper was the, was the bunny. Uh, number four. I don't know if it counts as one. Uh, the, actually, which, which one? All of the cats and dogs that were murdered in the making of Milo and Otis. Nice. Milo and Otis was, was good. <laughs> like a, a, the director killed a bunch of kittens and puppies during the shooting of that movie. Milo's mom was actually killed by, eaten, eaten, by, eaten by a snake. Five drowned cats, four mauled cats, two cats packed to death, three drowned dogs, two mauled dogs, and one dog frozen to death. Sounds pretty intense. It's, it's Japanese. You, are you just googling weird animal facts right now and just reading the list? To no, us? that was the list of that was the, that was the murder of all. That was the, they, they killed they, they killed that many pugs and kittens for the making of Milo and Otis. Who's your third? Number three. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think of what I'm trying to think what the frick the name of the movie was. The Tanukis in uh, what is it, Studio Ghibli movie, where they're basically having this massive attack and they're just flying with their gigantic, they're they're attacking the villagers with their gigantic balls. No, 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 no. Are those real animals? Well, Tanukis are real. A what? A tanuki that has attacking balls. What is it? I mean, like they 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 have giant, they have junk. What is it called? A tanuki? Tanuki. What is a tanuki? Is it? Uh, it looks like a raccoon. Japanese raccoon dog. Oh shit! That's what Mario was supposed to be mm-hmm. when he was dressed yes. up like a raccoon. He was supposed to be a fucking tanuki. Tanuki Mario. Hmm. They are cute. All right. So a tanuki. All right. Thank you, Gunner. Now I know what a freaking raccoon dog is. Raccoon is? <laughs> they can breed with canine, or is that just what they're called? They're, they're they're it's it's like it's like a maned wolf. They are not, they neither have manes nor are they wolves. Okay. They're like yeah, they're they're not dogs. Huh. But they're like dog, but they're like they're pets like dogs, right? Well, I mean like they're they're they 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 have structured like a, it's kind of like um red pandas aren't really pandas. Yeah, but they kind of are though. Um but are these pets? No, they're not. They're not. They're, no, they're not. wild. Yeah, they're wild animals. Okay. Okay. That's the part that I didn't understand. If tanukis were actually, um, okay. All right. Cool. So, uh, what's your number two there, Gunner? I'm number three, right? Number two. Number two. Uh, the gopher and Caddyshack. Oh, nice. Very good. Excellent very good. choice. Was very good. And uh, number change my list now. (laughs) Number one, uh, I'm gonna have to say the octopus in Finding Dory. 
Finding Dory. I don't think I... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. The animated... I don't movie. know if that technically counts, but that's my... Yeah, what was he... What was the octopus's name? I forget. Oh. No, I don't no, no, no pressure. No, but I know no, exactly no pressure. what you're talking about. No pressure. His name is Hank. Yeah. His name is Hank. 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 Yep, that's right. Hank the octopus. He lost a tentacle. He did. Better than a testicle. Found a friend. I'm so, it's so nice that Google has like the synopsis now on the right hand side when you Google something. It's like, here's what the internet tells you, but this is what you're actually looking for. This is, this is what you know. This is what you you should know. So he's your number one or your number five? He's my number this one. He's number one. Oh. What'd you like the most about him, Gunner? I just like a fun octopus. They're a cool species. I t- I'm 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 always I'm always happy when they have a portrayal that negates the fact that they're the scariest fucking things on this planet. Yeah, they're terrifying. They're pretty cool though. All right, with that, I think we're gonna bid. Uh... Actually, I'm gonna swap that. Caddyshack, Caddyshack, go for number one. Hank the Octopus, number two. Okay. I endorse. I endorse that decision. <laughs> I, I, I do. I second the motion. Because I mean, to put that fucking that. octopus above. He had the dance. useless gopher and Caddyshack. Not useless the gopher. Well, really, Caddyshack too. The gopher steps the shit up, but <laughs> it's in a hole. It's in a hole. But all right. Well, with that, I think we will bid everyone adieu. Um, everybody, thanks for listening. Give us a like, a share. And uh, open to suggestions. If anybody wants to hear us talk about any topics, um, please shoot us a comment on Facebook or a DM or whatever. We will gladly discuss it. But until the next time, we will see you later. Bye.